So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast with me, Ben Hartley. Thank you so much for joining today. You guys, the, the purpose of the podcast is to help you grow your business. That's what I'm up to. Uh, I'm showing up for you guys to help you grow your business as I am growing mine. Fun fact, I'm doing this for me. It's like you guys are just benefiting. Like uh, I'm, I'm over here in Columbus, Ohio, running a full-time wedding photography studio, uh, really enjoying the process, having a ton of fun. And as I'm building this thing and learning from other people and out there, I, I'm teaching, I'm educating, but I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning. Every every interview that I uh, that I uh, every guest that I get to interview on the podcast, I'm learning from and I'm implementing and I'm taking you guys along the journey. That's really what this is this is about. And so I'm so grateful that you guys are learning too, that you're in this process, that you care enough about your business, your family, your livelihood, this craft, this amazing thing that we get to do, uh, that you care enough about it to tune in and to listen. So thank you so much. Listen, we are in a, a seven-week series on, on it's like this seven week crash course on growing your business. And over the last six weeks or so, uh, each week I've taken a different component of the business, uh, something else I've been wrestling with and just kind of expanded and unpacked it. Uh, and this is all based off of a seven day crash course that you can actually get directly into your inbox. And so this is what I want you guys to know right now. If you go to sixfigurephotography.com, S-I-X, sixfigurephotography.com, dot com forward slash start you are going to get the entire seven week series that we've been doing in this podcast directly into your inbox in written format it's, it's something that's just really nice to be able to go back and and highlight stuff and copy and paste and to be able to read and take it in and underline and and share with people um and so you can do that right in in your email right you get all this information right there and you don't have to wait seven weeks for it uh it's there over the course of seven days each day is a new email and i want to encourage you guys to go and do that. It's really darn good. Sixfigurephotography.com forward slash start. You guys, today's our last day. This is, I don't know if you realize this, this is, this is week seven 
of the of the seven week crash course. This is week seven, you guys. It's like, man, where where have, where's the time gone? Um, and and this doesn't mean that it all ends. It just means this is the this is the culmination of our seven weeks together. And so, thank you for sticking with me, you guys. If this has been kind of fun, if you've enjoyed these solo episodes, because if you go back and and check out the archives of the podcast, you know the other one hundred and three episodes, one hundred four episodes. Um, most of them are like 95% of them are interviews where I'm interviewing other experts. And so I just figured I'd take a stab at like, what would it be? What would it be like if I just hop on here and just rant for a little bit and, and go off on some different ideas? And so if you are enjoying these solo episodes, let me know if you could open up your phone right now. Maybe not if you're driving. Go to Instagram, uh, right? It should be located uh, on the bottom four. My guess is it's on the bottom four little uh, uh, saved applications on your iPhone. Go over to Instagram and uh, and add me at J Ben Hartley, the letter J at J Ben Hartley on Instagram, and I want you to send me a DM. And then let me know what you think. I, I'm going to read it. I'm going to reply back. And, and so, you know, it's kind of cool. We can start a conversation over there. But I would love to know if you've enjoyed this or not um, because it'll tell me if I should do more of these or if I should just stick with interviewing other people that know a lot more about a lot of other things than I do. And so um, d- definitely let me know. You guys, um, I will say this. So far, the response has been overwhelming. This, the response has been really, really awesome and encouraging. And it sounds like um, a lot of people are enjoying these lessons and, and, uh, and really getting into it. And so, um, and so I, I'm appreciative of that. So this is, this is what we're going to talk about today. Something actually don't, I don't talk about this very much, to be quite honest. Uh, this is going to be one of the like – this is the – this generates more traffic and more lead generation for us than than Instagram and and Facebook ads and Pinterest and like word of mouth combined, which is actually organic traffic on Google. It's like to to organically rake on Google and Bing for the keywords that my ideal clients uh, are searching for. Like this is SEO search engine optimization like this is a bad stigma surrounding it right like (laughs) anybody else just be like really this is where we're ending this thing like yeah at least for right now you know like and it's it's got a bad stigma there's a lot of like um snake oil salesmen that peddle false promises in regards to seo um, and I'm sure if you've been in this business for like more than three months that you have gotten an email, a DM, a Facebook message, or a phone call, perhaps maybe even a text message uh, from, from someone peddling their, their, you know, like their SEO promises to you. Uh, and I just want to let you guys know, like as important as it is, I want to encourage you actually don't buy that garbage. Don't do it. I, I actually have, by the way, and it didn't work out well for me, like learn from my mistakes, right? So optimizing your website for search engines, um, it, th- this is so much more than having like the right meta tags and keywords and, uh, on your website. There's, there's so much more. It is about developing a website in a way that makes it actually worthy of of that first place ranking. Hear that again. It, it, you actually need to create a website 
that is worthy of holding the first place ranking, not just hacking the system so it pushes yours to the top, but it actually needs to be worthy of it. And this means having like a, a lightning fast website, and we'll get into why that's important later, but um, having like a proper navigation structure that way when people land on the site, they know where to go and it has them flow through it. High quality copywriting. I just did an amazing uh, online training with Jamie Jensen on copywriting, having high quality copywriting that includes, yes, relevant keywords, right? But it's also beneficial and helpful for the people that are landing on your site. It's not just like Columbus wedding photographer in Columbus, Ohio. We photograph weddings in the most beautiful Columbus locations in the Columbus, Ohio region as wedding photographers. That's like all jargon, it's all BS. It means nothing. You need high quality copy. That includes relevant keywords. And then, of course, yes, like stunning, beautiful, inspiring images that, that will inspire people to action. And so it, it can really be broken down into two main categories. When I say it's, once again, search engine optimization. SEO can be broken down into two main categories. There is like the on-page SEO, and then there is the off-page SEO. And so on-page SEO, this consists of things that, that you can control. Things like your site speed, things like your keywords, things like your content, your alt tags, that kind of stuff, right? Now, your off-site SEO are things... Um, that are like like links that are pointing back to your site. These are also things like uh, uh, so sure direct links, you know, from a from a blog a publication. But it's also your citations. We'll explain that in a little bit. Um, it's your reviews that are online, testimonials that are pointing back to your site. And so we're going to talk a lot about off-page SEO in the future. Okay, down the road, uh, and, and we already have actually. There's a couple great podcasts in, in regards to some off. Uh, and some off-site SEO, off-page SEO. Corey Potter's amazing, uh, rad rank, fill your photos. Uh, but it, but in this particular episode, I actually want to focus on on-page SEO. I, I most of my time is spent talking about link building strategies, off-site SEO, right? So I very rarely talk about on-page, on-site. And so today we're going to talk about on-site SEO, the stuff that you can directly control. Now, before I get any further, let me just raise my hand and say that I, Ben Hartley, am not an SEO expert. However, I've worked with a lot of them <laughs> and I've at least gathered a few things uh, th that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chat about today. But this is not an extensive list, but I want to at least begin to um, have you become aware of the things that you, that you can control. I don't, I don't want you guys to become SEO experts. I actually don't. I think that that's not necessarily the best use of your time uh, because SEO keeps changing. It's, it's great to have someone that you work with. Again, someone like a Corey Potter, feel your photos that is so dialed into this. However, it's good to be dangerous. It's good to be aware enough about this stuff that you can get in there and start to make some of these tweaks because listen up, you guys, these on-site tweaks, some of these things that we're going to chat about, these are such small things that you that you can do that may have huge implications for your actual ranking. There's little tiny things that can actually have a, have a great uh, implication for where you land. And so I just want you guys to be aware of this stuff. You don't need to turn a complete blind eye to SEO. And so if you are brand new to the SEO world, I would highly suggest that you read through this beginner's guide that I'm going to link to in the show notes, in the podcast show notes. There's a beginner's guide just to learn the basics of some of the terminology that I'm going to be talking about, right? And so 
here's the deal. After you do that, I'm going to be honest with you, um, off-page tactics are, <laughs> they're actually more important than these on-page ones. But you need to get the on-page stuff right in order to actually benefit from the off-page campaigns. Does that, does that make sense? In, in order for all the off-site stuff to actually work, the on-site stuff has to be, it has to be in line. Yeah, like you have to have a foundation. You have to keep house. This is what we're going to talk about. We're, we're going to talk about housekeeping here, all right? And so, uh, so you get these two categories. Uh, and contained within these two categories um, are what are called like ranking factors. These are the individual pieces that make up Google's algorithm and determines who's on the front, front page of Google and who is buried. Now, there are hundreds of, of of ranking factors okay but they are they're larger part related to one of these three buckets and the three buckets that we're going to talk about are relevancy the relevancy of your website the engagement of your website and the authority of your website okay relevancy engagement authority and on a macro level I want you to be thinking about uh, thinking in terms of of these three buckets because there's so much stuff and, and it's like we don't even know what the algorithm's really ranking for and factoring in and so it's we've kind of put it all together in these three things in order to make it tackleable there we go and I'm sure there's SEO experts again I'm not one but like I'm sure there's actual SEO experts that are that are probably like you know it's far more complex than this and I, and I understand that but I think for the sake of where we are at as the actual business owners and photographers let's maybe simplify it and just boil it down to these three relevancy engagement and authority okay so let's talk about each bucket and provide some examples of what kind of ranking factors would relate to that okay so let's start with relevancy so relevancy google sends out these little spiders and i hate this verbiage this terminology of spiders because spiders on the internet is that's real scary shenanigans like uh, so but spiders so they send out spiders to crawl the entire internet oh i hate that visual why did they use that visual so google sends out these spiders to crawl the internet and these spiders log and they catalog every single site based off of the content that appears on your pages and after they explore your site after they crawl their their freaky little spider legs all over the place the the computer comes up with uh their best guess onto what your site is about okay and this is where your on-page content becomes so important because when you just throw up photographs of of wedding pictures and couples and you say a couple words and then the spider goes to your site and they're crawling it to try to figure out what you're about like they the, you know currently the algorithm has a hard time depicting what a photograph is you know the technology fully isn't there at scale where you can view the image and know exactly that you're a wedding photographer in Columbus Ohio you need to it's trying to guess what you're up to and so you need to have keywords uh, that you would want to rank for to appear on the page that you would want to rank. So, so this is important um, to have links from sites like Wedding Wire and The Knot or Junebug. Um, these also add website relevancy because it's telling Google that your site is related to the wedding industry. Like when Google sees wedding wire linking up to you and and style me pretty linking up to you, it's like, okay, these wedding websites, these wedding blogs are linking back to Ben that are linking back to you. Maybe there's something to do with wedding photography that, you know, that's offsite stuff, but it has to do with relevancy. 
And so some key tips to add relevancy to your website are, like I just said, get some get some offsite links from these wedding sites, okay? And, and again, I'm not saying go hire or go pay for WeddingWire or the not, but make sure that you have a free account, you guys, that will add relevancy to your website. Just get a free account. Um, uh, even local sites, if you want to have relevancy for your local location, get some local links from, from, from some local bloggers, from some, you know, again for me some columbus wedding bloggers from like the columbus dispatch that are linking back uh to me okay next up you want to have and this is on site you want to have your main keyword as an h1 tag and if you don't if that was just like okay now we're into the tagging bs go back and read that beginner's guide in the show notes if you don't know what that means an h1 tag have your main keyword as an h1 tag we'll talk about keywords a little bit later of like what should my keyword be um, and include your keywords and variations of your keyword in the body of your pages in natural ways. And and because, again, you need to actually have engagement. You can't just sit there and spam your keyword throughout the entirety of your homepage, right? That's not what I'm suggesting you do. But having having um, flow state variations. When I say flow state, it just flows naturally. It's like conversational variations of your keyword in the body of your pages. And then um, you want to have your citation, your address on every page of your website. We'll talk about that as it relates to relevancy here in a little bit. Next up, engagement. That's the second bucket that I mentioned. So it goes relevancy, engagement, and authority. So the engagement of your website, engagement is how people interact with your site. How are they interacting when they land in your website? Do they stay for very long? Do they click on your website and then immediately return like back to the search results? Um, uh, this is where having engaging copy, again, Jamie Jensen's copywriting course, this is why having engaging copy and beautiful images, this is why it's so important. This is where this comes into play uh, to make it so that people don't want to leave your site as soon as they land on it. They actually become engaged with your copy, enveloped with it. And Google is actually tracking all of this engagement data. And it's basing, uh, and, and based on that data, uh, they know which sites are actually providing a high quality experience to people. Okay. And so, uh, on this note, you guys, if you have not already, please go and, and sign up for, um, your, uh, goodness, what's it called? Your, your, um, Google search console. There it is. Oh goodness. Your Google search console. Go ahead and just go ahead and Google, Google, Google search console. Get the, get yourself set up because this will help you to track your balance rates, where people are coming from, how long they're staying on each page and to help you to actually see this. Another pro tip is set up. Uh, I use, um, hot jar. Hot jar is actually going to be a heat mapping, um, tool that will show you when people land in your site, it'll actually show you the heat map of their mouse of like where they move their mouse, essentially wherever their mouse, mouse goes, mouse, mousey mouse, <laughs> sorry, where, wherever the mouse goes, their eye goes. And so it's going to show you where they're tracking, what stuff they're hovering over, how far down your page they even get before they click on a link. Hot jar is what I use. Uh, Corey Potter recommended that to me. And it's been really insightful just to see how people navigate my website, I get to actually see how live users are navigating the website.
All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S-T-O, Gusto. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982, and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, The really cool thing, too, is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, It gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Look, we're going to stay on theme here and keep talking about giving you guys solutions for all the things that are terrible to do. Um, So you guys remember when you started your small business, right? Like it was no small fee. Uh, You're spending uh, late nights, early mornings, the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, uh, ever since then, you've been insanely busy, right? And so one of the biggest challenges uh, is invoicing and it's accounting, Right. Let's make things a little bit easier in 2019. Our friends at FreshBooks have a solution. FreshBooks, this is invoicing and accounting software designed specifically for you as small business owners. It's simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized than the dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. You can create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds. And then the best part is uh, get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. Uh, I love that part. File expenses even quicker. Uh, Keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part is this. As your business continues to grow, which it will in 2019, let's be honest, you're going to always have the tools that you need when you need them without ever having to like figure out or learn all this accounting shenanigans, right? So you guys... 24 million people are using FreshBooks. Try it out for 30 days free. There's no credit card required. There's no catch. Uh, Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography, freshbooks.com forward slash photography, and then enter six-figure photography in the section where it asks, how did you hear about FreshBooks, right? Make sure you get that part down. When it asks, how did you hear about FreshBooks, enter six-figure photography, you're going to get your first 30 days free. I'm excited for you guys to check out FreshBooks. All right, let's get back to the show. Some some tips for actually engaging uh, or increasing the engagement on your website. 
uh, is site speed. If I land on a website and I get a load bar, I ain't got time for that. I don't care if the load bar is one second, a half second, I'm over, I'm done, I'm leaving. Okay, so so having a site that actually has a high uh, site speed to it, okay, compressing those images properly. Um, beautiful images, right? You need to actually have great work that's engaging work that people want to actually stare at and go to the next picture, the next one. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to see what the next photograph is that are going to keep people on your website. And then as well, interesting copy. Now, th- this whole conversation of interesting copy, the words that are on your website, one of the best ways to create interesting and compelling copy is to tell stories, to share stories and to actually break up the copy in such a way that it is that is that it is readable it's legible um so people they don't just see this mass block paragraph of text and think to themselves oh no i'm not going back to freshman year of college i'm not reading that book i'm out you know like i'm out of this thing all right the last one that I'm going to kind of explain a little bit more about here is the authority, the authority of your website. This this authority bucket is mainly influenced by off-page factors such as links pointing uh, to the website. However, um, you guys, not all links back to your website are created equal. For example, a link from the New York Times this is common sense, but just understand this. A link from the New York Times is far more powerful and meaningful for the authority of your website than your friend's fashion blog, right? And the New York Times holds authority. Each time you get a link to your website, uh, some of that like, you know, this is another weird gross term, but like link juice. We'll just go ahead and call it link juice. I like that. You know, we should get some link juice up in here. We, You know, I think that should be a energy drink that we should start. Um, Hartley's link juice. Uh, but so, so every time you get a, a, a link back to your site, you get some of that SEO link juice from that site. It's passed on to yours. And this increases your authority. This increases your ranking power. And so some key tips to add authority to your website is to get links, to get some of that link juice from from like niche-relevant authoritative sites. Um, and I'll explain more of that. Um, oh, goodness, I need to do a whole podcast on this. Maybe we'll get Corey Potter back on here, and we'll talk a little bit more about this um, in, in regards to like strategies to actually get some of these um, high-authority links back to your site. We're going to do that. Uh, on my to-do list, as well as as reviews. Reviews are critical. You cannot have too many reviews. This 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 gives so much authority to your website. Google sees reviews, putting back to your website as incredibly authoritative stuff. Now, I mentioned earlier how you need to be using the relevant keywords in your content. Okay, you need to have relevant keywords in your content. You need to have those as H one tags, and you need to have those conversationally and like you're in your um, and just your regular copy, like your, um, what am I trying to say here? Uh, yeah, just your regular, uh, copy, not necessarily like your, your headers, your body text. Oh, mercy. There it is. Can you tell I'm not the expert at this? Uh, but how do you know what, like, what are the keywords to use? It's like, okay, well, am I, okay. I think that my keyword is, um, Ohio. It's probably going to be like, I, I'll shoot more than just this city. So like Ohio, a wedding photographer. Maybe that's my keyword, but how do I know? How do you know what your keyword should be? 
And so, it, listen, focusing on the wrong keywords is one of the biggest mistakes I see photographers making over and over and over again on their websites. It's like you're you, you're ranking for keywords. That's great, but you're ranking for the wrong keywords. You're ranking for keywords that no one cares about because you haven't done the research. So, so let's expand on how you to understand what keywords to actually be to be pursuing. Okay, um, so. Google used to have like Google Keyword Planner, um, and and that was able to give you like estimated search volumes um, for the keywords. And then they they um, they really kind of limited it only to um, people who were actually spending money on AdWords. And so there's a there's another tool I'm going to get a link down for you guys for it's kwfinder.com keyword finder kwfinder.com. And this is going to give you a display of kind of like estimated search volumes for keywords. And what that means is you're going to be able to enter a keyword. Let's say like what I said. I, I mentioned uh, uh, what I say, Ohio. I said Ohio wedding photographer. Okay, so maybe that's what I currently believe is my keyword. So I'm going to enter Ohio wedding photographer. And then what KW Finder is going to do is it's going to give me the estimated search volume, which just means how many people a month are searching for that. Right? And so maybe there's only 20 people a month that are searching for the term Ohio wedding photographer. But then it's going to start to give me some recommendations. Well, actually, Ohio wedding photographers is getting 100 searches a month. So already by simply adding an S to photographer, I just uh, found a discovered a better keyword uh, to use as, as like my main keyword, but, but don't settle with that. Maybe there's some other variations. So start searching, uh, here, let me give you some ideas of some things to test, right? This is not, these are not like hard truths. You need to test this. So maybe take like your city. So let's, let's go more specific. So Columbus and then wedding photographer, then check out Columbus, like your city. Say it's Toronto. Toronto wedding photographers with an S. Or maybe it's maybe it's Cincinnati wedding photography. Okay. Now now let's try doing like city state photographer, city state photographers. Try flipping it. Try going like wedding photographer Dayton, wedding photographer. Um, New York, New York, you know, like try going like with some even more specific stuff like best Columbus wedding photographer. Just start testing these things. See inside of key, uh, KW Finder, see what keywords people are actually searching for because you may discover one of these, you know, has a search volume that is like 10x what another one has. And, and that is all the difference right there. And so once you find which keyword has the highest search volume, the highest amount of people searching for it per month, um, you should put that keyword as your meta title. It's in the meta title. Uh, it's it's going to be an H1 tag located on your homepage. And then you're going to have variations and secondary keywords within the meta description. Again, go and read that beginner's uh, guide to kind of SEO to, to understand uh, some of that shenanigans that I just spoke about. And so, um, here's a, here's another quick pro tip. You can also name your images with the keyword to show up in the top image certs for that term, right? So you could start naming your, 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 your images like, um, 
columbus-wedding-photographer.jpg, right? And now when people are searching for that in the images, your images may start to rank. Your images will start to populate, okay? Here's another one. Use hyphens instead of underscores when naming your files, okay? And use your keyword or a variation again in the alt text of the image description. Um, there are some tools that will help you to do that. Um, Yoast uh, is one of them. What was the other one that I used? Um Oh, I just forgot it. Yoast is a great one uh, in, in, in regards to just helping to um, get into your website and, and update some of this stuff. Okay. Oh, mercy. Okay, so you've got a list of keywords that have some amount of search volume. Now we need to see where we stand, okay? So remember, what gets measured gets managed. What gets measured gets managed. So if, you've, if you're already tracking... Uh, your keywords and your positions uh, in the search results. Um, that's great. Um, so you can go to um, there, there's a uh, there's a rank tracker. Um, it's proranktracker.com. Okay, proranktracker.com. I'll get a link in the show notes. It is 100% free, and it's going to allow you uh, to track your ranking for up to 50 keywords. Okay. This is just important. Just remember, like, track where you're at. And this is a great tool that will allow you to do it. Because if you just search for the keyword inside of Google, the results are going to be skewed. They're going to be skewed based off of your location, based off your previous search results. I don't even trust going, like, incognito mode because um, it's. I, I still don't trust that. I still feel like they're aware of of even my IP address or, or, or where I'm located. I could be wrong on that. Um, but I prefer to use something like this, the, uh, the rank tracker that I just gave you guys pro rank tracker, because it's going to allow you to track this list and multiple keywords. The cool thing about pro rank tracker is you can put up to 50 keywords, all those variations that you just did the research on, and it will tell you where you rank for all of those, right? All the variations. Again, Google search console is also super helpful for this as well, because once again, what, what gets measured gets managed. So start to actually track this stuff. Okay. Now, more common SEO problems that I see with photography websites. Once again, slow site speed. Okay, that's huge. Optimize your images. Um, Kraken.io is a great way to optimize images. You could use something like JPEG Mini, Tiny JPEG, but get those images optimized. All right. Uh, a huge one that hopefully is not an issue anymore, but website being all in Flash. I still come across Flash websites every now and then, and part of me dies, but more importantly, your business dies. <laughs> well, like websites all in Flash is a big no no. Um, once again, the wrong keywords are getting targeted, right? Right? So, so get clear with what are the keywords that are actually relevant that people are actually searching for. Um, subdomains. So, so subdomains, www. It, it, it does not 301 redirect to your main domain or vice versa. Get back into the beginner guide to understand what the heck that means. Um, mobile responsiveness is an absolute must. In 2019, the site has to be mobile responsive. It has to be working. Uh, Google Search Console will tell you if there's any flags for, for any mobile errors. Um, having very little content uh, or very light, like no 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 content or very light content on the homepage. The homepage, if you want to rank um, for maybe that main keyword, again, there's other things to rank for, but like, you know, that, that, that main keyword, 
those you know, the spiders, Google's little spiders, they actually have to be able to to know what your homepage is about. And having very, very, very little content or zero content really can be a major issue. So you have to actually create relevant content on that homepage. Having a splash page uh, is something that as well is going to, it's going to increase bounce rates. When people land on a splash page, it's like click website to enter. That used to be really popular. It was just a big photograph and then a button that was like, enter the website. Well, duh, they already clicked on your URL. Of course they want to enter the website. Like take away the splash page to reduce bounce rates. And then using images um, instead of HTML for your content. I see a lot of photographers who are designing like copy. You know, they're designing really well thought out um, text on top of images. And then they're uploading that, that text on top of images to the, to the website uh, to get the formatting how they want, right? Um, but now they just have a, 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 they've got a graphic, they've got a JPEG instead of HTML for the content. And again, Google can't, at least currently, I'm sure there's, I'm sure it's already changing, but Google, you know, they're seeing just a JPEG. They're not seeing the actual HTML content. It's really hard for Google to actually crawl that site and to know what you're up to. And then once again, to actually see that, that verbiage, that copy as relevant keywords, they're not relevant keywords anymore. It, you've, you've just reduced all your copy to nothing. Um, there's a, there's a tool that's, that's pretty cool for, um, for kind of grading your site, for checking out to see what can be improved. Uh, take it with a grain of salt. You guys, I'm going to get it in the show notes, but it's called website.grader.com. Once again, take it with a grain of salt. It is not, um, it's not everything. It is not hard and, and, um, fast like truths uh it's not completely black and white but maybe it'll begin to give you some ideas on things that that could be improved on your website okay i mentioned uh citations right i mentioned having your address on every uh page of your website down in the bottom usually it's in the footer uh the bottom portion of your website in a very just like natural kind of contactist sort of way so let's chat about local citations. The, the these are any instance where your business name, address, and phone number, like your NAP name, address, phone number, appear um, on your website or on, on online. These are citations back to your website, and these are a critical ranking factor in in regards to like local SEO. If you've ever if you've ever wanted to know how do you get onto like you know the that local. When you do a search, like who are the people that show up locally on like, you know, Google Maps, um, the people who show up locally on Google Maps have their their local citations uh, really dialed in. And so some examples of citations of, of building up citations would be um, uh, Google Places like that should be like your master citation that all other citations are referencing. That becomes your key. Everything on. So Google Places. Everything else should reference Google Places. The exact way that it's worded, the exact phone number, the exact uh, spelling, everything. Google Places becomes your reference for everything. But then from there, it's like Bing Places, uh, CitySearch.com, uh, Monta.com, Merchant Circles, Superpages, Yellowbot.com, Yellowpages, Yelp.com, Angie's List. Um, the not wedding wire, wedge.com, all these different places, you're going to be able to put in your citation, right? Your, your business name, your address, and your phone number. You don't have to pay for them. You just get to like input that information and you need those local citations, uh, to be accurate and in line with your Google places, which is accurate and in line with your address, 
your um, your phone number and your business name on the bottom footer of your website. Um, once again, it's showing to Google, it's building authority. It's showing to Google that you are a reputable business, that all these other places are seeing the exact same information and that builds authority for your local listing uh, when people search uh, locally um, on Google. So to build these citations, you're gonna need to have an actual physical business address and a phone number. It is very important that you make sure to keep the formatting consistent throughout all of your citations. They need to match exactly. So, so again, for example, if on Google Places, your business listing displays your address as 300 Aperture LN Chicago, Illinois 43201, then please do not use 300 Aperture Lane Chicago, Illinois 43201. I, in the first one, I said LN, LN as in lane. And in the second one, I actually wrote out the word lane. That's a no-no. There's actually a difference between these things. You need to build the authority, the credibility of your site that it all links back to the exact same way that it is on Google Places and on your website. So Google views it as an authority, as an actual business entity in that area, okay? Whew, this stuff matters, right? It, because now all the work that you're gonna do offsite, all the work that you're gonna do with Fuel Your, Fuel, Fuel Your Photos or Rad Rank with Corey Potter, it's, it's actually gonna have far greater impact, okay? You can take control of yourself. You can take control of this stuff. I think, um, I think I've given you enough. <laughs> I think some of you are like over it, but it, hopefully it gave you enough to work with for this lesson. Enough SEO stuff just to, again, to take it into your own hands. There's so much more that's involved in getting to the first page of Google than what I've covered here. But, um, but follow the information that's provided in this. Um, and I, I actually believe that you're gonna start to see your rankings boost. Okay, SEO is made to seem really, really complicated, but it just boils down to having a high quality site, consistent local citations, and great copy, an engaging site that people want to stay on, they want to be engaged with, uh, they want to link back to, they see it as valuable, they want to share it. It's really that easy. You guys, I got something uh, uh, I'm excited to share with you. I appreciate you so much for hanging with me for seven weeks, uh, for for rounding it off here in regards to SEO. But I've got I've got something fun. I I need to tell you guys. I'm going to turn this into an eight week crash course. I got one more week ahead of you guys, so one more solo episode from me. We're going to be talking. We're going to pull all this together in regards to the client experience, in regards to creating an experience for your leads and your clients that is just going to melt their faces off that's going to explode hearts nationwide and uh and that's what i'm gonna i'm gonna bring home next i can't bring home an seo i'm gonna bring home next week on creating an experience please you guys if you have not already done this go and and head to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash start and you will get all uh seven days the seven day crash course in seven days instead of seven weeks it's going to be in written form right to your inbox dude especially all these links I keep referencing, this is the one like like to have this stuff in written format. If you don't want to have to worry about all the links that I'm talking about and all these places and all the examples and you want to visually see it, 
six-figure photography, S-I-X, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash start, and you will get it all there. You guys, I'm so grateful for you. I can't wait to receive the DMs on the feedback that you have. Again, Instagram at jbenhartley. Send me a DM. Let me know what you've thought about this seven-week crash course. Uh, If you've enjoyed the solo episodes, if you want more interviews, just tell me what's up, man. I am here to serve you. That's what I want you guys to know. I'm listening to you. I'm here to show up and to serve you as I grow my business. I want you guys to grow yours. Thank you so much for hanging out with me, and I will see you in the next week of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye.